Brought to you by Fruitnet Media, this is Fruitbox. Hello, welcome to Fruitbox, Fruitnet series of conversations about the fresh fruit and vegetable business with me, Chris White. Every week I talk down the line from here in London with people from across the world of fresh produce about some of the biggest issues they face today. I want these 15-minute conversations, which we now broadcast once a week, every Wednesday, to give you the best insight into how to do better business in fresh fruits and vegetables. Uh, today on Fruitbox, I wanted to look again at this issue about how we develop new fresh fruits and vegetables. That, that is to say, how we try and get new and better varieties of the fresh fruits and vegetables we all know as consumers, and the impact that this kind of work is having on the future shape of, of our business. Now, to talk about these issues today, I'm delighted to be joined down the line from Valencia in Spain by David Alba, the director of Genesis Innovation Group. David, welcome to Fruitbox. Hi, Chris. Uh, good morning to you. Thank you very much for having me today, and it's a great pleasure to be with you in Fruitbox. It's nice for you to be with us. Now, let's unpick some of the issues I've just talked about in a moment. But first things first, David, explain to us who, what is the Genesis Innovation Group? You were set up a few years ago as a division of AM Fresh, one of the world's leading fresh produce businesses. What, what to do what exactly? Okay, um, let, me, let me explain. Um, Genesis is basically the citrus varietal development uh, division of AmFresh. Uh, we started operating around a decade ago. Um, and whilst Amfresh was already integrated from tree to shelf, uh, we wanted to take one step further in our end-to-end -end integration and go all the way from seed to shelf. So not only we grow, pick, pack and supply citrus to our customers, but also we now develop uh, our own varieties to complete the whole cycle. So in a nutshell, our task is to develop new and better citrus varieties for the Amfresh customers. Now, now, the drivers behind these new varieties, they, I mean, today they must come, I'm sure they do, as much from the market as they do from production. Um, and, and then there's this big issue of climate change too, which I'm sure affects you. But if we look first at the market, uh, these drivers, um, are they all about, is it all about the discussion about flavor and color? Are they the two, the two big things? Well, um, listening to consumers and our customers, uh, analyzing market trends is a significant part of what we do, for sure. And I must say that nowadays the market drivers are far more sophisticated than, than before. Um, flavor and color, uh, as you say, are still very important quality attributes, of course, but consumer demands are also focused on things like shape, um, size, healability, seedlessness, juice content, texture, the whole eating experience. And there's also other important points like self-life, of course, um, healthy attributes, uh, nutritional content, and whether the fruit uh, has been grown according to the right uh, ethical and environmental standards. Mm. I, can, I can see therefore, so it's, it's much, much more than, than I was just thinking. But, but the thing that always interests me is how on earth do you develop new varieties for a market which tends to is tending much more to this kind of personalization of demand and that by that i mean that today as a consumer i can kind of get what i want and that may be different to what you want and the chances are that i will get what i want and you will get what you want do, do you see what i mean and if if these if so how do we manage this trend 
in fresh fruits and vegetables too, because in our products, what I get is pretty much the same as what you get. So there's a kind of homogenization of the offer, and yet there's a personalization of demand. Mm. Um, yeah, it's a good question. Uh, we, <laughs> we actually believe that we need to tailor and customize our offer to the consumer demand in, in every market. Um, this is a key principle for us. Um, a one-size-fits-all strategy would never work in a world where consumers have clearly become uh, more demanding and so specific about their preferences. And, and this is why we make a joined-up effort every day with our marketing teams to listen to the consumer, analyze uh, market trends, and anticipate any changes there might be in future. Um, breeding new varieties also gives us a huge uh, range or a spectrum of uh, product profiles to choose from. Mm. And the key part is to select the right ones for commercial development uh, according to the current and future consumer needs in each market. Consumers are uh, very different within a single country and also from country to country. So we need to align uh, not only our breeding strategies, but also our farming practices, the fruit selection, packaging, branding, etc., to what fulfills the consumer requirements in every market. That, that is absolutely fundamental in, mm -hmm. in our view. Now, you talked you talked about farming practices, and that brings us inevitably, of course, to the grower. And in, in the old days, I think um, I think it's fair to say that when you were talking about producing varieties, it was really kind of with the demands of the grower in mind, largely to do with things like yield and so on. So what you're saying is that that really has changed in a big way. It's it's a lot more about the market these days. Yes, uh, it has changed uh, very much. As you say, in the past, the focus was mainly on breeding varieties, uh, which made growers' life a little bit less difficult, so mainly through higher yields, uh, less input costs, uh, this kind of thing. But this is of no use whatsoever if the fruit uh, they grow is not, a, is not aligned to what the consumer wants and is prepared to pay for. Uh, I think everyone understands this, but it also works uh, the other way around. Um, growers will not farm a variety which is highly appreciated by the consumer, but it's not sustainable for them from a financial point of view. So like anything else in life, uh, we need to find the right balance here. Um, a variety uh, is only and will only be successful if it ticks all the boxes for both the grower and the end consumer. And this is why we listen and work closely with uh, both of them. Now you mentioned that, that word sustainability. Uh, when it comes to the development of new varieties, it's true to say, David, that this issue of sustainability is a much more central preoccupation for you these days, but sustainability is not just kind of being driven by climate change. There are many, many different factors in there, aren't there? Yes, um, absolutely. As I said before, uh, we spend a lot of time trying to understand the consumer needs in every market. It is very clear that sustainability is one of the hottest uh, topics at the moment. And we believe it's uh, going to continue like this for a long time, as the younger generations are clearly concerned about this matter. Um, there is also more and more focus on health, and the current pandemic is only going to accelerate uh, both trends. Um, we, we, we strongly feel that uh, these matters are not only important from a business point of view, but also because it is a moral imperative for us all, and, and we owe it uh, to the future generations. And even if you take um, a strict 
business perspective, um, growers around the world are dependent on the Earth's uh, natural resources. So clearly, we cannot have a healthy business model without a healthy planet. Mm. I can assure you this is very much in our minds, in our mm. minds uh, nowadays. Mm. And, and the issue is one, of course, that uh, we're going to be talking about. In fact, your colleagues at AM Fresh are going to be talking about at our Global Citrus Congress next month, the first one we've ever done. Uh, looking specifically at new varieties of citrus, um, you've talked about some of the key drivers, but what are the really key drivers when it comes to sustainability? Is it kind of uh, water management uh, is, is right there at the top? What, 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 what are these key drivers for you? Um, there's plenty. Um, yes, water management is uh, absolutely critical because most citrus producing countries are already struggling for water availability. Um, this is the reason why we are working on the development of trees which either require less water to grow or deliver more fruit with the same amount. And we are also working on plenty of other projects uh, which hopefully will have a significant positive impact in, in the environment. So, for example, uh, we are breeding varieties which are naturally resistant to pest and disease. That minimizes the need for synthetic pesticides. Um, we are also developing fruit with longer shelf life, which minimizes drastically food waste. Um, we are also inducing a natural seedlessness in our fruit, which protects uh, the bees, which obviously are essential to maintain the ecosystems, uh, pollinate our crops, and in the end feed the world's uh, population. And, and this is just to name a few projects that we are doing ourselves from, from our division. But I can also tell you that Amfres has developed a, a much wider strategy to create a positive impact on our own farms and within our supply chains. Mm. And, 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 and of course, there, there is this, the sustainability of, of farmer incomes too, which I think is uh, fundamental to this. I mean, new varieties, from what you've explained, they must cost uh, a lot of money to develop and, and growers need a return on the investment they're making in these new varieties through higher prices, through better returns. But that, that's never guaranteed, is it? <laughs> no, it's not. And, and that's a very important point, Chris. Um, the supply chain is only sustainable if all stakeholders benefit from it. Um, and that means not only the growers, but that means the breeders, the growers, the packers, uh, the exporters, the importers, retailers, consumers, all of them. And the, the current scenario due to the global pandemic is not really helping precisely um, as all businesses are coming under significant pressure. Um, and let's be realistic. The global situation will only get worse if we don't start uh, looking after our planet seriously, as we said before. So our task uh, to innovate and develop varieties which tick all these boxes is more important than ever. And what I can tell you is that uh, this is a great challenge and an incentive uh, to our Genesis team. Mm. And we, we haven't talked much, uh, David, and, and we'll finish here, but about the, the, the consumer interface, namely the food retailer, the supermarkets. And it's fair to say that supermarkets, I mean, it's an obvious thing to say, are a vitally important partner in, in your work. Um, the world is changing, of course, for them too. And do you think that this growing digitalization of demand, that more of us essentially are buying online rather than in store, um, uh, that, that this undermines or strengthens their position as retailers? And, and what does it mean for a company like yourselves, like the Genesis Innovation Group? 
Yes, uh, first of all, like you say, uh, supermarkets are not only our customers, but they are also our partners. Uh, we work together very closely uh, with the technical and commercial teams through the whole breeding process and, and the whole selection process. Um, they often visit our breeding stations, the experimental farms, uh, they even join our open days uh, with the growers to help us uh, make the right calls for the end consumer. Um, their ongoing feedback is of critical importance to us, of course. And yes, uh, you're right that the, the world is rapidly changing and change always comes with opportunities. And I think uh, supermarkets uh, had already identified online shopping as a clear trend several years ago. Uh, now the pandemic is only accelerating this, this trend. Um, on the other hand, I must tell you that online fresh purchases continue to be low mm. in comparison to other food groups. Sure. And, and they present a much lower penetration compared to offline. Um, and why is that? I believe this is because uh, fruit is, at least in my opinion, an impulse uh, purchase category. And customers love uh, seeing, touching, smelling, interacting with the product before they buy it. And this is not possible when shopping online. Uh, however, in this format, uh, there are also great opportunities to drive uh, things like personalization and especially to communicate directly to consumers through videos uh, or additional information of their interest and so on. So let's say that this format is not uh, limited in space as it is the traditional stores that we are used to. Um, but in any case, in both uh, channels, on and offline, we are sure that uh, we or Genesis can play a key role in improving the offer by presenting uh, unique products that deliver on the attributes which are important to, to consumers. Mm. Well, for me, one of the joys in life um, is going actually and buying, going out to do shopping for fresh fruits and vegetables. And there's sometimes nothing more delightful than going, finding a market and uh, and buying all the freshest produce that there is. David, that's all we've got time for today on Fruitbox. Thank you. I was joined down the line by David Alba, the director of Genesis Innovation Group. David, thank you so much for coming on Fruitbox today. Okay. Thanks to you, Chris. Uh, thank you for the opportunity to let us explain what we do, our activities. It's been a real pleasure for me, and I hope uh, our chat was interesting to, to the audience. So take care. Very definitely. Um, you can find today's conversation with David and the many others I'm having here at Fruitbox on our website, fruitnet.com. We've got more very good guests coming on the programme in the next week, so do keep listening in. David and I talked briefly about the Global Citrus Congress. We're putting it on here at Fruitnet with our friends from the World Citrus Organization and from CIRAD. It's the first time we're doing it and it's going live on your computer screen on the 5th of November. And what's more, it's all free. So sign up at citruscongress.com. Fruitbox, I'm pleased to say, is getting loads of listens every week. So look out for us on LinkedIn where I'm posting every episode too, every week. My profile is Chris Fruitnet and the interviews are getting loads of likes, comments and shares. And we've had our first sponsored episodes too. So if you'd like to get your name out there to all uh, our listeners by becoming a supporter of Fruitbox, then too, please get in touch with me. That was Fruitbox and this is Chris White. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye.
To sponsor a future episode, please email advertising at fruitnet.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Fruitnet Live. And don't forget you can keep up to date with all the latest fresh produce industry news at fruitnet.com.